Welcome to the Run Radio Podcast. My name is Trina Wilcox, and my guest today is Samar Betty. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Trina. You are with Soul Recycling, and at Run Radio, we're all about things that run our lives, the endurance of not only running, but the things that we can do well in our life, and taking care of our planet is one of those things that's important in general, but to so many people, and I've been, I was looking at one of your recent posts about recycling or zero waste and not worrying about being perfect about that. So I hope you'll talk about that today and explain how this all started. Yeah, yeah. So to your point, the biggest struggle of recycling was the sorting process. People, like for example, your coffee cup. So sorry, some for example, your coffee cup, the cup itself is paper and the lid is plastic. Do people separate it? No, no, they could care less. They'll just throw it away and, and that's it, right? But we do have processes in place where we make special consoles for companies where the cup is exactly the cup. And, you know, you put it in, it's a little hole just for meant for the cup and there's a slot for the actual lid, you know? So there is a separation process that we try to implement but do people do it all the time? No, nobody's perfect, right? Just like me and you. So we came with the technology. This technology is from Italy. It's a waste to energy technology without burning is the key. Ah. Right. So a lot of stuff right now, which is quote unquote waste to energy is burnt hmm. via energy. So this technology is a thermal friction based technology. And what it does, it, it, it shreds and, and it dehydrates the material to make it into a fluff. So it can be mixed with anything, right? So we can even do hazardous waste like medical waste. Medical waste is a, a big thing. It all goes to landfill. Right now they're microwaved and it gets into landfill. Like Trina, like we're digging holes and putting garbage into it. You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It, it's crazy to me. To, that's the solution, you know? Yeah. So it seems archaic, you know? So this solution to the waste of energy that turns into fluff. This fluff is then used for insulation, flooring, anything for stuffing. It's actually a reusable product. And that's what we do for the stuff that can't be recycled, like medical waste. But of okay. course, our first, our first line of defense is recycling, right? We mm -hmm. like to recycle, right? Because recycling is worth money because each item that can be recycled is a commodity. Right? So we like to in incentivize businesses to recycle so they can earn money from their waste. Right now, they're doing the opposite. They're sending it to landfill to, and then pay for it to be sent there. Right? So we're, 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 we're a little bit changing the world here, my friend. <laughs> yeah. How did this all get, how did it start impacting you, first of all? So the way it impacted me, well, the way that I got into recycling was my dad started a printing company. Okay. And these guys were wasting a lot of paper, you know, a lot of the cuts and the die cuts and this and that. It, it was crazy. And it, it seemed like, okay, this doesn't make sense because at home we're recycling. We have a blue bin. It goes somewhere. Something's going <laughs> on here, you know, like it, like you, you, know, I, you don't have to be a genius to figure out something's missing. Why are we here at the business? Because what my dad used to do is because he was an environmentalist as well. Like you take bags of paper home and recycle it at home. I'm like, this makes no sense. And you can only do that so many times, right? So, because they only come on Tuesdays, as you know, right? So it had to have, so I had to find a solution. Like, where can we recycle this stuff? And I found a company out of the U.S. that used 
scrap paper for wall insulation, like your pink stuff in the wall. Yeah. That's what we used to, and they used to use scrap paper for it, right? And uh, we formed a partnership with them. Hey, like I'll supply you this amount of scrap paper and you guys make it into something useful. We're tired of, of sending it to landfill. And that's when I found the company. Like, hey, I'm onto something. There must be other businesses with the same problem as us. Right. And here we are. So that's how I founded the company. And that's how it came about. Have you had trouble getting people to catch on or get interested in participating? Of course, because other recycling companies have came and went. And those solutions actually ended up costing businesses more than landfill. Right. They would send a company would send a box in and they say, hey, fill this up with all the recycling, send it back. One, that's too much effort. And two, it end up costing more. And for businesses, the, the reason they're in business is for the bottom line, you know? So if something is affecting the bottom line, they're not going to do it. So even, even some companies do, but then will the, the people inside follow the mandate? So you have to in, incentivize. So yeah. we came with a model where we profit share. You, okay. guys do, you guys sort for us. And this is the amount of volume you're creating. Like this is the amount of, paper you guys waste, this is the plastic you, make, you waste, and this is the metals you guys waste. And based on these volumes, this is how much money back you could, we could give you. Mm. And now, okay, okay, so this is important. It affects our bottom line. How can we make people more aware? So the companies themselves would then end up putting up signage, would, would uh, monitor the recycling program and maximize it to their benefit, right, for the bottom line. So that, that's what makes us different from other recycling companies. And then, and then what's left, and also Trina to add, when we, used to go, when we used to go into companies and we used to find out what they're putting in their garbage, it's mostly recycling. It'd be almost 90% recycling. Really? So like, yeah, so we would tell me 90% of the stuff that you're throwing away is worth money. They'd be blown away. They'd be blown away, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and then once the checks start rolling in, so to speak, they, then, you know, even more incentivize them. Then they're asking me questions. They're sending me pictures of things that, is this recyclable? Is this recyclable? And I go, yes or no, you know? So it worked out well. And I think our market needed it. Um, mm -hmm. Where the other part of the world in Europe and everything like that, they have systems in place like this. And we were well behind. So I think consumers wanted it and businesses needed it. Walk me through a new business that comes to you and they're like, yeah, we want to do this. What's mm -hmm. it like for you to go in there? Like you're saying, check out what can be recycled and how to implement that recycling gets done. What, what is that like? So the first step, I walk into a business that's willing, right? Um, the willingness is probably step number one. Are you willing to do this? Right. And if they're not, then we say, okay, you're not willing to do it, but let us do a waste audit. Okay. So what the waste audit would tell us is what type of material is going into waste and how much of it and how many times a month is it going away, right? Be it a bin, be it a compactor, be however they're processing internally. We'll, do, we'll spend a day there, right? Monitor what's going on and, and put a value to the volume. Like this is how many pounds of this, this is how many pounds of this, plastic, metal, and paper, and this is how much you would get paid. Now are you willing? You know, and sometimes... Like Trina did, like we did this huge national project with a multinational corporation where they were spending millions to send things to landfill and they ended up turning that around and making millions in recycling. Oh, I love to hear that. 
right? So yeah. put that figure in, in and they could actually, whoa, this is a big deal. Then all of a sudden, everyone's speaking about it within the company and everybody's on board. And we've done things like that too, where they're like, oh, we've done this before. It costs too much. We're not interested. They go, no, 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 we're different. We're different. We could really monetize this. And, and then if, as long as they're willing, we'll show them how. Now, is there a way that you're setting up, like, for example, if it's a place that has metal and paper, are you mm -hmm. setting up a certain, is it up to them to make sure everything is sorted and put in the right place? Or are you facilitating a layout that makes it easier for them? What's that look like? It's a joint venture, really. It's a mix of both, right? Because everybody's business is uniquely tailor-made to their business. Mm -hmm. So we have to kind of go by how their systems are and how can we then use a synergy approach where we could just make it as simple as possible without doing any major changes. For example, if a lunchroom has one garbage can, okay, can we just have the same footprint with different holes in it and have a huge sign up above it saying, hey, this takes this, this takes Simple idea, right? And it goes a long way. So we do like that. We do ideas like that. Or if it's a big manufacturing plant, we'll put in machinery that would then compact. So, yeah, so we would go in and like you think of an aluminum can, right? Very light. So to come and very light and, and it's filled with air, especially a, a, uh, an empty aluminum can, right? A pop can or anything like that is filled with air. So to, in, to make that a monetary value is difficult. So you have to squish it per se. So we'll put it and then squish it for them. And we'll pick, and then when we pick it up, it's worth heavy amount of value. Nice. Are you in schools yet or just business? Just business, my friend. We're trying, we're trying to, you know, we're trying to get yeah. everywhere. We can, but that's the reason we're here. That's the reason <laughs> we're here. You know, the, the other misconception is uh, when people look at garbage, they'll automatically call a garbage company, right? Uh, and Trina, you froze there for a second. You're good? I'm good. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay, okay. Good, good. I can hear you. you your image is just frozen, which is fine, as long as I can hear you. Um, so the one of the misconceptions is, remember, these waste companies have been around for hundreds of years, right? Like, right. The first line of when people Google recycling or waste, a waste company comes up because they've been around for so long. And the, the first thought in their mind is a waste company, right? That nobody's heard of soul recycling yet, right? So when they call a waste company, remember they, they are affiliated or own landfills. So their solution is this is garbage for landfill. Mm -hmm. It's not to their fault. It's just the way they're built, right? It's a way that we've been doing things for, for the longest times. But we have to change the that script, right? We have to change the awareness. Yeah. So we have to say, hey, no, no, no. Recycling is a different sector. Waste is a different sector. So when you see garbage, call a recycling company. We'll tell you what's worth something and we can recycle it. What is actually landfill? And like I said before, to our surprise and, and to the awareness of the companies, most of the waste that they're throwing out is recycling. Right. So and we're running out of space in landfills. So I think we're doing justice for the waste companies as well. Absolutely. Will you talk a little bit about the zero waste phenomenon and and how people can get involved without getting overwhelmed? Yeah. Yeah. 
how can people get involved without getting overwhelmed? That's a, that's a good <laughs> question. That's a good question. Um, yes. So let's say you're a company and you want to do zero waste. We go, okay. And they're like, no, we don't have time to sort. We don't have time for any of this, right? We just want to be zero waste to landfill. And, uh, and, and that's it, you know, keep it simple. We go, okay, cool. No problem. Keep it simple. Put everything in one place, right? Just as you would in garbage, but where it would go, it would come to solar cycling. So solar cycling would then, we would sort as much as we can, but most of the material will go into our waste energy technology, would process it, make it into the fluff. And then, then we would use the fluff as a commodity again for insulation and stuffings for bedding or anywhere we could use it as even the aggregates. And what we try to use it for is something that would last 20 years or longer, right? So if we're looking for insulation or if we're looking for roads or anything stuffing, we want to make sure that this, where this fluff is going, won't end up in landfill for a long time. And hopefully after that long time, we have another solution for that material as well. So that fluff, can it, is it biodegradable? No, it's not biodegradable, right? Because remember, it is the base of it is garbage, okay. but it is used for something. It's not just going into the ground. Okay, cool. Excellent. What else do you want people to know about, you know, lowering their waste, getting their business involved and taking care of the environment? If there's one message that they get out of Run Radio today is to stop using plastics. Yeah. Plastic, yes, it's recyclable, right? But it can only be recycled so many times until it's deemed waste, okay. right? Yes, we have a solution for it as well, but still, right? It's, it's the, the cycle of plastics. It, most, of, most of the landfills are filled with plastic, I would say up to 90%. So if we could use a different type of packaging, it would greatly affect the way the things are done today. Yeah, that is an excellent point. Thank you so much for sharing. I wish you lots of success. Um, this is something very necessary and close to so many people's heart that I'm glad that you're sharing, getting the word about and taking action. So I yes. appreciate you. Tell people where they can go to keep up with you and learn more. Soulrecycling.com. That's it. <laughs> Sounds great. We will have a link to it as well. Be sure you're listening and watching at runradio.net. Thank you so much. Thank you, Trina. Bye-bye.